Good morning, everyone. My name is Olajima Kezuri, and welcome to the School of Wisdom podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys listen. I hope that you're blessed as we begin today's topic. Right. So in law, we always say this. We say, I'll do alter impactem, which means hear the other side, right? And then someone says that, you know, if it is the very first rule of natural law that we should hear the other side, then um, how come no one has ever tried to hear the devil's side or the devil's story? I think that that question is a little bit, I don't know, it's a little bit... (laughs) Um, it is it is very like insightful and all that. But then I think that if we look at it like deeply, the side that we always hear first is never God's side. We might think that is God's side that we've heard all our lives, but actually we've been on the devil's side this whole time. Because you see, the aim of the devil is not exactly to get you to not believe that God exists. His aim that, that I mean that would be too you know, obvious, that would be too in your face. The aim of the devil is to get you to believe wrong things about God. So from birth, for those that are not really born into Christian families or those that are born into Christian families, but they never really got to understand God for themselves. So from the very first start, you're going to church, yeah, because your parents have forced you to go to church, you're doing things out of religion, not because you know God, but because you just have to do them. And you probably feel like, okay, for those that are not going to church or that have not been, you know, um, indoctrinated into the whole Christianity thing from birth, you probably feel like um, God is angry with me. Or you, you have this concept about God being an angry God. God is just angry. He just wants to condemn me. He's just waiting for the slightest opportunity to throw me into hell. I mean, he's made life miserable for me because that's just how he is and all that and all that and all that. That is actually you being on the devil's side. You see, it's not an overt thing. The devil trying to get you to, you know, um, not believe God or to get you on his side. It's not a very overt thing. I think that it is quite covert, actually, meaning that it is something hidden. It is like, how they say this, a snake, a green snake under green grass, yeah? So it is something that he does subtly. The devil is very subtle. Right from Genesis 1, you'd see that he never came to tell Adam and Eve that uh, there's no God or um, God is, you know, there's no such person as God or God doesn't exist, or this. He, he got them to believe something wrong about God. He said that, um, God told you that you shouldn't eat of this fruit. <laughs> right. You know, God, God just wants you to, you know, he is holding out on you because he probably hates you. He doesn't love you. I mean, he wants, he wants you to be confined. and wants you to be, you know, in bondage. I mean, if you eat this thing, you're, you're going to be wise you're going to see you're going to be as a god you know he he got them to believe something wrong about god and that is what it means to be on the devil's side you see right from birth everyone is under the law it doesn't matter if you're jewish or not as soon as you're born you're under the law of the flesh 
law of sin and death. That's the law of the flesh. And that is where the devil rules. I mean, your flesh is made from dust. And the Bible says that God told the serpent that he would feed on dust. Now, the thing is that the one thing that is able to fight the law of the flesh is the law of life in the spirit. So you see, all your life, you've believed something wrong about God. You've believed something like you believed lies. The devil is the father of lies. And his lies are not very obvious lies. If they were obvious lies, you wouldn't believe it. I mean, if someone just came to tell you, for example, if you're a girl and someone just comes to tell you that, um, <laughs> don't you know that you're a guy and all your life you've believed you're a girl and all that, that, that might be too obvious a lie. But then if, you know, right from the start, someone has told you that um, all those features that you have that, you know, you might think are features of a girl, doesn't necessarily mean that you're a girl it just means that you can decide what you want to be you know blah 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 blah. it would be quite easy to believe such a lie all right so the devil is the father of lies and god is the father of light you see god is good and that is absolute that is what the word of god has told us you either believe the word of god or you don't it's that simple. God's word is absolute. And God has told us that God is good. He was good even before the concept of good was introduced to you. So that means that even if God sends you, um, God, God tells you to give him something that is so precious to you. You know, maybe he tells you to um, give him your, you know, money or something. And you feel like, why does this God hate me? Or he tells you, just give me your life. I don't want you to date for now. I just want you to serve me. Like, this God is just wicked. Why is he like this? Now? All my mates are doing this. All my mates are doing that. And God is not, you know, he's, he's not allowing me to do these things. Ugh, God is wicked. You know, if he does something that is seemingly bad to you, it's because your concept of good is warped. Anything God does is good. Even if it seems not good to you, it is good. Because the word of God is absolute. And God is absolute goodness. Right now, the devil, on the other hand, what he sends to you might seem good at some point. It might seem good, but at the end is destruction. The Bible says that there is a way that seems right unto man and the end of it is destruction. I mean, you'd be familiar with this because there are times when you've done something, you've entered a relationship thinking that, oh man, this baby's perfect for me. Or this guy is just, mm. or you've judged something according to your eyes, according to what seemed good. And at the end, they fell your hand, right? Then if you've experienced something like that, it, it makes absolute sense to just accept that what God has said is true. I mean, God says, don't lie, don't steal, don't covet, don't commit fornication. It's not because he wants to keep you in bondage. Yeah. It's because these things actually have side effects on their own. God is not going to kill you if you sin. The wage, the reward of sin, the salary that you get from sin actually is death. So it's just like I tell a little child that don't jump from the roof, okay? That is dangerous. I don't want you to jump from the roof. And I keep telling you, do not jump from the roof. And the child jumps and then breaks his leg. Did I break his leg? No. Jumping from the roof did. I don't, I don't know if you understand that concept, but I, I'll try my best to explain it in this way. God has told you to not do these things, you know, because he cares about you, not because he wants to keep you in some sort of bondage. Now, the flesh is weak. 
being under the law of the flesh, you can still be a Christian and still be under the law of the flesh in some areas. So maybe your, you know, spirit, you're a spiritual person, you go to church, you understand what it means to be saved and all that. But then your other areas of life, other areas of your life are still lacking greatly. For example, your finances might be lacking terribly or your sense of identity might be great but then you're lacking in the in in, in um you're, you're lacking maybe you're lagging behind um academically or something you're not living according to god's law any area of your life that you do not live according to the spirit you're living according to the flesh and what the devil does is he tries to sell you a lie that's what he does he's the father of lies so he tries to tell you something that is not of god and then you believing it is you automatically being on his side now when god tells you to do something he understands that the flesh is weak here he understands that Okay, so it might not be easy not to lie all the time. I mean, you're a human being and all your life you've been taught that lying can get you out of trouble or stealing. You know, you've, you've stolen a number of times because that was the only hope you had. You didn't have anything, you know, and all that. He understands that the flesh is weak. That is why, you know, he doesn't condemn you when you sin. The law is up there. You, The law has its requirements and it is very it's not even difficult it is impossible for the flesh to fulfill the requirements of the law so when you keep trying and trying and trying and then you're not able to you know stop that habit you're not able to stop doing that thing that you you feel so bad doing all the time you know god has not set you up to fail he will not give you a test that you cannot bear and even if you have that test you have maybe a, a test or something he will provide the way out right so what happens is that god gives you something a test like an examination and then he does it so that you can excel right but then you feel inadequately prepared maybe he there's there's something that happens remember god doesn't tempt the devil tempts but god tests you right because he will not test what he will, he will not use what he has not tested. So he, he sends maybe um, something or he allows the devil tempt you or test you because he knows that you will overcome, right? He's so confident. So maybe um, he has taught you that, okay, so I want you to, I want, I want you to do this. Or I don't do this, 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 this. Maybe he tells you that um, financially, this is my will for you. I want you to prosper. Then he teaches you the principles of prosperity. And then all of a sudden, a test comes, right? He God tests you by allowing the devil to tempt you. Not because he wants to set you up for failure, but because he's so confident. Like, this is my beloved son. Like, I've taught this person. This person is going to excel. Do you understand? Now, that that that's for you as a believer yeah and then he you know the devil comes and then tests you with affliction like all of a sudden you don't have money in your pocket right but god has told you that his will for you is to prosper so you might to start thinking about what god has said you might just give into the flesh and start saying hey now wow this poverty is safe i'm just broke or blah 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 and you feel terrible you know, you, you just feel terrible. Oh, maybe let me give you an example. Maybe you're saved and then you've 
um god has you know helped you so far to understand certain things about your identity you're saved he has taught you all the things that you need to know about your identity and all of a sudden there's a terrible habit that you're still engaging in and then when it happens you just feel bad like this i can't help it i'm just this is impossible god will not give you an impossible task okay and beating yourself up is not the thing it's not how to you know move forward the devil wants you to stay in that situation he wants to make you feel bad i mean he comes to tempt you and then he sees that of course you've fallen right he he just he all he does is he will keep condemning you like can you see i told you you can't do this this is impossible god has set you up for failure this is an impossible task blah 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 well guess what god will never give you something impossible so what he did before um before anyone was ever saved like the ultimate thing that he did was when he saw that people were living under the law and nobody could fulfill his requirements so what did he do he sent his son he himself god made flesh came and then he all of a sudden he fulfilled the requirements of the law and he did it in style he was never with, with sin like he was completely without sin and then he did all of these things for you it's like him god gives you maybe an examination and you just keep saying this is hard this is impossible i can't do it and then he comes and then writes the exam and then writes your name as the writer of the exam so he did it for you right he did all that he fulfilled the requirement of the law for you right it might seem like you're not living up to that why am i still falling into sin why am i still doing this why am i still doing that why is it so impossible to fulfill god's requirements right why is there a hardship in trying to do what is right well he understands that the flesh is weak and he has done all that for you all you have to do is claim what he has done and he doesn't just leave you like that okay so um he has done it and he has done it on my behalf then me i'm powerless no that's why he sent his spirit so his spirit is like your coach now that is training you to do exactly what jesus did and no matter how many times you fail no matter how many times you fall he's there for you to pick you up he's not condemning you he's helping you he's helping you in the process to fulfill the requirements of the law he's helping you he's you know helping you straining you now it might seem like this is hardship to you i mean studying for an exam is hard waking up early earlier than usual to do something good everything good exercising is hard is is harder than i mean just eating and eating and eating and getting fat gymming is hard but you still have to do it anything that involves success is hard so when it seems like uh this is hardship good <laughs> you're you're being through that tribulation you're being developed you're growing right god do not just i mean our earthly parents flog us they correct us when we are doing terrible things and it might seem painful at that point but how much more god so when he corrects you about certain things it's not because he hates you when he makes you go through certain requirements and all that he's helping you and when you fail he's not condemning you he's saying okay so that happened get up let's move on but you might want to dwell in the place of uh i failed i tried my best i failed blah 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 blah. but he's telling you yeah get up i know that you see i've already fulfilled that requirement now i'm here to i'm here to help you to fulfill it it's like the first righteousness is imputed and now he's helping you to grow into actual righteousness so i hope that you've been blessed by 
this message. God is not condemning you. God loves you too much to condemn you. He's on your side. He is on your side. He's helping you. He's not putting you down or beating you up for not being able to fulfill the requirements. And what seems like um, a hard process is discipline. A disciple is a disciplined one, right? He's helping you so you can actually succeed. He doesn't want you to just have any house success because the way you have any house success is the way to leave you anyhow. So he helps you, takes you through the process. So you might come out furnished. So you might come out furnished. You might come out prepared. The same way you'd take gold through fire just to refine it. At that point in the fire, it might seem painful like, oh my God, what is this? I'm dying. But when you bring it out, you see how how beautiful it looks compared to unrefined gold, yeah? So I just hope that you've been blessed by today's message. If you have any questions, send them to SoCommunity101 at gmail.com. Yeah, right. We have a new email address, SoCommunity101 at gmail.com. Or you can text, send me a DM on this number, 081 God bless you and have a lovely day. Bye.